What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to Geek History Lesson. I'm Jason Justice Inman. And I'm Ashley Victoria Robinson. Welcome to your Mind University because you have stumbled onto the podcast where we take one character, construct, or super team from popular culture and teach you everything you need to know about them in about an hour. But this week, we're doing something for justice. What are we doing, Jason? Well, you see... You know, listeners of this podcast know of Mr. Jeremy Skinner, and Mm -hmm. they know of a podcast that Mr. Jeremy Skinner and I host called Jason and Jeremy John About Justice League. Mm -hmm. It is Mm -hmm. on our Patreon. Uh, We are currently halfway through the second season of the Justice League animated series. Um, and you know, we are trucking right through. We're having a great time. We just did the justice Lords episode. We did the Eclipso episode. We did all these kind of things. Uh, we're going to have a very interesting conversation about, um, you know, the, the late, great Kevin Conroy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, this year, start out 2023, we thought we would share a very special episode of justice pod, just in case you haven't listened to it, in case you haven't come over to our Patreon, all the episodes are over at patreon.com slash jaw one J A W I I N. And this, this is not an advertisement for the Patreon. No. We just want to say they're all there. There's a uh, there's a lot of episodes over there. There's like, like all the 26 episodes of season one, and now I think there's like 15 more on top. I was gonna say you have to be closing in on 50. <laughs> uh, we're getting close. Yeah, we're getting yeah, very yeah. close. We're getting very. We're, we're trucking into the end of season two very quickly. But we wanted to share this one in terms of 2023 because it's very special. Because this episode of Jason, Jeremy, and John about Justice League that we're gonna share to all the GHL listeners is on episode season two of Justice League, episode one, Eclipse, and we're sharing that because we have a very special guest star. And Ashley, I believe you know who that guest star is. I do, it's me. I am guest star. I am guest star on podcast. You are guest star like Dexter or I the am, Red Lanterns? Uh, yes, if I were to be a lantern, Dexter would be one of the top. Of, in my in my choices of uh, sector seven seven meow yeah sure i have right. no idea but i'm on this justice spot episode it's my debut i had to wait an entire season to get on mm-hmm. it's not an easy slot to secure my friends i also will say if you're a little worried that you're like well what I, what if i didn't see just league what, season one what about continuity jason it's look every just league episode is pretty continuity free absolutely they all start so this mm-hmm. is a perfect episode uh listen to it all you're gonna really enjoy it i actually think it's like one of the funniest things we've recorded about uh just the stuff and dc comic stuff in a long time it's really really funny and if you really enjoy it then go listen to part two over our patreon mm-hmm. and then you keep on trucking through go, season two listen to the 45 other episodes yeah there. we'll be like 75 <laughs> episodes past you by the time you get over there but yeah, patreon.com go find the episode with susan iceberg jaw and jw we did we did yeah. interview Susan Eisenberg on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. You can only hear that over there. You can't hear that on the feed. The only thing you hear in the feed is season two, episode one, Eclipse. Eclipse. What? Do you feel like uh 
Do you feel like the Just League podcast has eclipsed Geek Hitters Lessons? Do I feel like my talent eclipsed you and Jeremy combined on this episode? That's pretty, that's pretty dirty. <laughs> that's so rude. That's pretty low. Uh, okay, so uh, let's suit up. Let's uh, raise our uh, our uh, oh, our attitudes because uh, they, they were beat down. This is why they didn't have me back because I didn't bring a very super tude to the pod. Our attitudes because they were beat down. Like Dark Side's gonna be beat down. Yeah, spoilers: Dark Side's in this episode. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so f- suit up, form a league, and get your butts to the Watchtower and enjoy this episode. Uh, all of you, happy twenty twenty three. Enjoy this episode, Jason and Jeremy John about Justice League Eclipse. Part, not two, part one. Hi, I'm Susan Eisenberg, and I played Wonder Woman on Justice League, and you're listening to Jason and Jeremy Jawing about Justice League. And welcome to Jason and Jeremy John about Justice League. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeremy. This is the podcast where two friends who are also nerds talk about each episode of Justice League, the animated series. Now in season two, we give you our thoughts, our insights, lots of nerdy tangents on a cartoon about DC superheroes. Except today, it's not just two friends on this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, let's back this up. Uh, Jeremy, I need to take two on that, please. Take two. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a very special guest, the co-host of the Geek History Lesson podcast. The people, the person that people actually come to that podcast for, our special guest is Ashley Victoria Robinson. Ashley, hello. And I'm Ashley. (laughs) The visceral response to want to say that along with you is frightening. Tell me what, Ashley, episode two, just do it. Jump in there. Great. Amazing. So, yeah, <laughs> that's 100%. Um, Ashley, thank you so much for coming. It's, you know, um, we got to talk a little bit. We're we're going to get to some stuff real quick. But we're going to talk to Ashley about the podcast. Yeah, the commute was really hard today. Yes. And uh, <laughs> but real quick, before we get too deep into that, Jeremy, what is today's episode? Today's episode is Twilight Part One, a.k.a. Twilight of the Gods. We'll talk about that later. It originally aired on July 5th, 2003. Darkseid convinces the League to help him stop Brainiac from destroying his planet of apocalypse. Yes. All right. Now. Now we're going to talk to Ashley. Hey, Ashley. How's it going? Hi. Good. We we had to do the synopsis. I know the listeners were getting mad. (laughs) I'm a listener. I wasn't mad. Yeah. (laughs) This is what I want to talk about. All right. Listeners, you, uh, you know, you know, I co-host. Geek History Lesson with Ashley Victoria Robinson. It's super awesome. I do to say nothing of Jason and Ashley's excellent adventures. Yes. My favorite Jawin podcast, personally. <laughs> and all these old reviews and movie reviews and Marvel movie reviews and collider videos and all these things. But this is, you know, the first podcast since 2015 that I have done without you. So it's kind of strange. It was Jeremy, uh, there was a little bit of a learning curve. Yeah. And, and and I and we had to I felt like I was flying without a parachute, didn't have a parachute. Am I your parachute? I'm small. Sort of. <laughs> Jeremy's a different kind of parachute. I actually think that neither one of you would support my body weight and I would die. <laughs> <laughs> You're very tall. <laughs> um, Ashley, it's so funny. We when we started Jason and Jeremy and John about Justice League. You know, a little bit into it, a couple episodes into it. And I would always go out to Ashley and be like, ah, oh, that's a good one. That's an OK one. No, that's the best one. Mm hmm. 
And I don't remember, act like you've stopped doing that, by the way. No. <laughs> I get all the updates. But then Ashley, at one point, chimed in and said, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and it immediately dawned to me that Ashley listens to this podcast. And I had never considered that. <laughs> also, I get it for free. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she listened just because she comments on the Discord. Sometimes. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and because of that fact, ladies and gentlemen, I have prepared a most wonderful surprise. <laughs> is it a new sound effect? It is a brand new <laughs> sound effect. Yes, I knew it. Yep. Yep. Uh, I called up my buddy Hans. Zimmer? No, no, no. Hans Frankenstein. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hans. Your personal friend, Hans. <laughs> Hans uh, also is a composer. Uh-huh. Out here. Uh-huh. Like, and all, oh, no, he's a, never mind. Yeah. You I was going to say Hans Christian Andersen. You know, kind of creative. You know the show Lost? <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, Hans worked on Found, the uh, oh, spinoff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he that's spared. the one where Joey moves to Los Angeles, right? Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. <laughs> not Joey. <laughs> yeah. And Mary's Maris, yes. Oh. <laughs> wow, good pulse. <laughs> <laughs> he gathered the biggest orchestra he could find. Okay. Which was three people and a puppy. And he put together what I think might be the best sound effect I've ever heard. <laughs> so here we go. Ashley, this is for you. Oh, wow. I thought you were punking me and I thought you were going to play the same sound effect. That is the same sound effect. Uh, no, it's not. The, but no, no, because I mean, um, I thought you were going to play the Green Lantern ring sound effect. Oh, <laughs> we only have, actually, we only have one sound effect. What are you talking about? And it's Wusho 4. Yeah, Wusho 4. I know. Uh, Ram, shout out to Ram, corrected my meme that I made. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ashley, real quick, let's get to your um, meet cute on Justice League. When, um, before watching this episode with me uh, the other mm-hmm. day, before mm-hmm. in preparation of this podcast, when did you first watch Justice League, the animated series? So I kind of have two answers to this. Would you like the first time I ever watched it or the first time I like sat down to watch the series? I want to hear both. Yeah, I think so. So the Batman and Justice League cartoons came over a little bit later in Canada. I've got them Mm -hmm. in like Batman in 95 and 96. Okay. Um, So for me, Justice League is very much like a hard early mid aughts series. All right. Um, So I was an actual child and it would come on on Saturday mornings after either Batman, the animated series or Batman adventures. But I didn't like most of the characters in the justice league. Really? Mm -hmm. Why? Do Do you remember why? Because I've talked about this a little bit on geek history lesson. When I first started reading comics, I didn't like how big the worlds were. So for a long time for me, DC was only the Bat family and Marvel was only the X-Men. I like could not deal with any other mythologies crossing over. <laughs> so I just didn't like Superman and I didn't like Wonder Woman and I didn't like Martian. So if it was like a Batman heavy episode from the beginning, I would stick around. Then wow. only Batman. Well, I only liked the Batman. Yeah. Wow. Or Batman family characters. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then uh, when I was in university i became friends with these two twins named jamie and john champagne who jason knows Mm -hmm. and if you watched the amazon series wayne they're the twins and wayne um they really liked justice league and they had it all on dvd so they made me watch it with them in order for the first time so those are my two stories of how i watched justice league or my meet cutes for justice league 
I will be very interested to hear your thoughts on Batman's characterization in this episode. Oh, he's a real bag of dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Guess we didn't have to wait that far. (laughs) It's very, but it's, you can just point it out every time it happens now. That's right. Um, But it's very canon for Batman at the time. Cause this is the height of super Dick Batman. Yeah. Um, in yes. publication history. Yes. Yes, it is. I, I feel in some ways there's kind of a role reversal between Batman and Superman in this episode. There are. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm gonna, I'll highlight those as they. I, I might also say that that's probably intentional, but we can I say so. that yeah. first. Fee, pee, blah, 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 blah. Man, I, I guys, season two. Uh, Jer- Jeremy, <laughs> Coming in hard. Season two, take three. Yeah, thank, thank you. Jeremy. <laughs> thank you. Um, so before we get into that main episode. We have to answer what, Ashley? I'm not. I'm not doing all your sound effects for you. Oh, I wanted to do the questions from the super friends. Okay, hang on. Yeah, Jeremy, we need to take four. <laughs> all right, take four. Thank you. <laughs> questions from the super friends. I love that energy. <laughs> if you blow the first take, you got to come hard. That's right. Yeah, we got so many questions. It really deserves that energy, I feel like. Uh, everybody out there, of course, you know, these questions come from patreon.com slash Jawin, J-W-I-I-N. You know, there's a post we put up there every month. And then also at Jason and Jeremy pod at gmail.com. Uh, Jeremy, let's jump into the back of the cargo netting of the Javelin and <laughs> read some of these questions. Absolutely. All right. We're going to start with Diego Nunez. He has two questions. And the first one is a question directly for Ashley. Woo! I'm very special. Wait, wait, wait. The alarms questions are going off. <laughs> It's a long alarm. <laughs> How long is that sound effect? Uh, Jason, that's your ringtone when you call me now is the whoosh effect over and over, by the way. Are you serious? <laughs> no, absolutely. That's oh. what it's <laughs> a text tone, but my phone won't let it be a text tone, but it did let me make it a ringtone. So, wow. Yeah, I didn't even think I about doing that. I want a video of that call happening. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we can make that happen. Uh, we can we can FaceTime from my computer later, and okay. then you can call me on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Ashley, mm-hmm. what's your answer? What's your what's your? Oh, I, didn't ask the question. I don't know what the question oh, is. Sorry. <laughs> I went on a tangent. Ashley, who is your Justice League slash superhero crush from the show? Oh, that's so funny. Um. Oh, Jason messing with the soundboard again. It's um, fine. It's fine. <laughs> probably from the show. Where, mm. where else? Oh, you mean you have, you would have a different answer? If don't forget you're looks? allowed to say snapper car. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> where do you fall down on snapper car, Ashley, in the Just League Animated Series? Uh, I actually think he kind of only works in the Justice League animated series. Oh I think he's uh, I think he's an OK. Uh, you heard right. it here, folks. <laughs> car works. She said it. <laughs> <laughs> but only within the context of the animated series. Fair um, enough. I just it. I just meant because um, like if you can if, if I was able to consider something like Batman, the animated series or Batman Beyond, um, that, those that would change my answer from the regular series. Um, I would say that my crush was probably John Stewart. I think solid answer. He is John Stewart one always, always hot and then extra hot because he's a good guy. Um, but I think he is the most striking in the Bruce Tim house style. Yeah. yeah. 
So I'm going to give it to John. I think he gets hotter when he goes Cisco. A hard agree. Absolutely. It works. All right, Jeremy, what's the next question? All right. It's crazy to me that the first couple of episodes this season involve the new gods, Darkseid, and Brainiac. It feels like the plot of a movie. What are your thoughts on the show having the big bombastic opening episodes? Do you think it has an adverse effect where the season may have exhausted itself with its big blockbuster ideas, or do you still find them engaging? Interesting. Um, You know, I don't... I don't mind the show having big bombastic opening episodes. I mean, it's hard to judge it at this point because we only know season one at this point. We don't know season two yet, or we don't know season three. So we're, we basically have to judge this off of the pilot. And of course the pilot's going to be big and bombastic. I mean, I I wonder if Diego is sort of hitting on the idea that it's kind of hard to top fighting the biggest, baddest villain of the DC universe in your opener for season two. Like it's, yeah. it's like you cannot top dark side. It, it gives me big vibes of we didn't think we were maybe going to get this far, ever going to have a season two. And now they've given us a season two. We're doing all of the big, dumb comic book stuff that they wouldn't let us do in season one. Yeah, I think there's an element of that. There is a commentary on part two of this. Um, I listened Ooh. to it and they actually talked about that a little bit. Uh, it was apparently a pitch from friend of the pod, Rich Fogel. Oh, yes. Hey. Uh, it's his script for this episode. Um, they they kind of got on board with it because they sort of felt like they had done everything that they could do with Darkseid and Superman, the animated series. Um, so that was kind of what sold them on it a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, me personally, I, I think the big opening episodes work. Uh, and I, I I can't limit myself on this answer to just looking at season one, like looking in, at the overall scope of the show. I think those work. And I don't think it has an adverse season effect on season two at all. I think there are a couple of really simple, epi- like the next episode, for instance, um, isn't necessarily like a, you know, big cosmic, you know, interstellar event or whatever. It's a like kind of a localized, smaller story. And it absolutely works. Uh, This show doesn't necessarily rely on those things. So I feel like it opens and closes with them really well, you know, and then gets to meander in the middle. Nice. All right. Well, Peter Bunner Finch Productions asks, looking towards Just League Unlimited, do you think the series would have been stronger if there had been a more gradual transition to the JLU sized league, that's, you know, the league with like 40 people in it. Or do you prefer sticking with a team of seven? I like season. I love season two of just league, but I am curious what a slower build to JLU could have looked like. Uh, Jeremy, you're the big justice league unlimited proponent in the room. What do you think about this? I had something I'd never thought of, but it's an interesting proposition. Yeah. So I don't think that I want it because I think season two works really, really well overall for what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I like the, the transition because the, the decision to expand the lead happens after crucial events, you know? So I'm, I'm sort of okay with that. If, if I were going to try to have my cake and eat it too, though, I would have introduced some unlimited members in standalone episodes before not have them join the league, but have them, you know, meet and interact with, you know, like give me a green arrow episode in season Mm. two. If I were going to do it, I would do stuff like that. You know, you mean when justice league got good. Well, I mean, this is when this show got good, but no, I know mean, no, I'm the joke is even, after, uh, green, after Green Arrow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I think it was good before, but it's 
it's next level on unlimited for me. Yes. I, I kind of agree with you, Jeremy. I, I like the team of seven. They're always my favorites. And that's why I, I, I'm throwing out this prediction right now that I think season two of just league is going to be my favorite season because I remember it being mm. my favorite season because it is yeah. the seven and I love the seven. And I like that idea of not a, I like a smaller, I like, I like the just league being a strike team. Yeah. You know, they're a league that seems small to me. You know what justice league becomes to me is a battalion. There okay. Mr. Military guy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The justice well, battalion I mean, is a good title though. I think a little bit a more thing. like a police force by the time they're unlimited. You know, I mean, you get the sense that they are like actively patrolling the whole yeah. planet all the yeah. time. You know, whereas here in, at this stage still, they're dealing with threats as they pop up that mm-hmm. no one else can mm-hmm. handle. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. So I wanted to throw this out to both of you that based on Peter Butterfinch's question, if you could add one person that is in Just League Unlimited or one person that's not in Just League Unlimited to the team in season two with this cast, who would you throw on there? Ashley? Hmm, that's a hard question. Booster Gold. Oh, interesting. Why Booster Gold? Booster Gold makes everything better. And he. (laughs) Okay. He's my version of him. (laughs) (laughs) He, in my opinion, is he's my favorite thing about any Justice League story ever is Booster Gold. So I just feel like, I don't know. He looks cool in the costume. Booster Gold. (laughs) (laughs) Let's have Batman yell at someone else for a change. <laughs> All right, uh, Jeremy. Uh, who would you add? You can add one person to the season two cast. Who do you, you, know, get, who do you add? I I think my answer. I, I think I gave this answer to a similar question somewhere in season one. But I really would have liked to have seen this show's version of Cyborg. Mm. I know this predates oh. him actually being a league member, as far as anyone is concerned. Mm-hmm. But I would. I looking back at it now. I would be interested in that. That is an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, see, my pick was going to be Black Canary. Oh, I didn't think about because Black I Canary. want to add another non-powered member to the team mm-hmm. since it's only Batman. Borderline mm-hmm. Canary Cry. Well, that's true. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and I also just wanted to add another woman to the team because mm-hmm. I think there are some Absolutely. episodes in season two. Um, especially with hot girls betrayal, excuse me. Sorry. You know, it's coming. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Big spoilers. No, 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 we've talked about it. Vaguely. Okay. Yeah. Felt, yeah. We're I, all right. I felt really bad there. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. Don't, you don't feel bad. I'm I also feel like time. it's one of the top five things people know about this series. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what? Actually, send me an email or comment on the Discord when you hear this. <laughs> have you, have you seen all of this show? Or are you doing this for the first time with us? Let let us know. Let me get ahead. I would imagine. So anyways, uh, well, you don't know how it's going to happen, everybody. If you, I'm sorry. I feel bad about that. No, no, right. no, no, no. no. Um, I just think another woman would add a lot of dimension to the team would give uh it gives you know batman an ally it gives wonder woman an ally and uh i just like is, Dinah. is vanessa marshall the voice of black canary in this i don't know it's no. um it's a uh, what's her name monera baccarin monera mm. how do you pronounce it oh morena baccarin yes there we oh, go from firefly mm-hmm. oh wow i'm 95 percent sure on that Interesting. Someone's screaming it in their phone somewhere. Yeah, that's fine. It's I'm pretty good. sure I'm right. Um, okay, so our next question comes from Andrew, who says, how do you feel about the way Superman is portrayed in these episodes? Is one of the few times we have ever seen him so full of contempt and how he butts heads with Batman. Now, I don't want to get too far into this because I think we're going to talk about it a lot in the episode. Absolutely. But... You know, it's so funny. My very immediate thought, because I forgot this was a Superman gets angry episode. My <laughs> very first thought was, um, wow, all the people that complain about Superman being angry in Man of Steel and the Snyder films. Oh, they're all running. You said it. They're all running to you from across the Internet. <laughs> they need all the associate producers. This one, this one. <laughs> He's very angry in this. He is so damn angry in this. He is, yeah. yeah. He's kind of sm- what Jeremy was alluding to earlier. He, he's yeah. a smart alecky. Mother mofo. He's sassy. He is downright oh, sassy at points absolutely. in this episode. I, yeah. I have a theory for why he is, and I but I want to save it. Um, but um I have a I have a theory for why. And I for if I do not um if I do not tell you, if I don't remember to tell you, please ask me why. But I wrote down a reason why I think he's I, like I think okay. it. I think it'll come up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Jeremy, what's the next? What's, yeah. What's so we got question? a question from David A. Skelton here who says, do you ever notice how many times Wonder Woman loses her lasso or how it seemingly does nothing? Is this another nerf factor, Jeremy? No, it's not. Nerf factor. <laughs> Thank you. No, that is not a nerf factor. If anything, it is empowered that lasso, I would say, because it just in this episode, it gets ripped off of the creature that attacks Wonder Woman. And there is a snapping sound effect like it breaks and it is just cast to the ground and they carry Wonder Woman away. And that lasso just reappears on her waist later on, like it's Thor's hammer, except she didn't even have to call it back or anything. So if anything, they have greatly increased the power of this lasso, I would think. And they haven't even unlocked it yet. You know, like it can't even do all the things that it will be able to do later. 
So I kind of think her lasso is a little bit OP. I'll take that explanation. It works yeah. for me. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my first thought was, did she lose her lasso in this episode? <laughs> she does, absolutely. Yeah. I was okay. going to bring it up, but yeah, that's, there it is. You can tell it neither happened. of you has watched Sailor Moon recently. If you think weapons can't just boomerang back to you anytime. <laughs> Look, you said recently, and in my case, you meant ever. Oh, I'm sad for you. I've never seen it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Okay, Jason doesn't either, so you can both be wrong. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's get to this week in Justice League history. Jeremy, what was going on the week this All week? Right. Yes, so it is July 5th, 2003. The number one song in the country at the time was A Miss Independent by Kelly Clarkson. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, I I put a clip up if you want to play it, because the way we're doing this now, we won't be playing things twice in a row anymore. Oh, because we've always flipped the second. So if you want to play a clip, feel free. Remind (laughs) everybody how we're changing up the second season. Yeah. So um, because these episodes all aired back to back on the same night, um, we have we're doing this week in Justice League history in the first part, and we're doing Star Trek versus Justice League in the second part. That's right. There we yes. go. All so. right. Uh, I'm trying. I'm getting there, Jeremy. <laughs> it's it's difficult. <laughs> While you're pulling that up, the number one movie in the country at the time was Terminator Three: The Rise of the Machines. I even remember I saw that in theaters. I did too. I did. You know, I thought it was actually the first time I saw it. That was pretty good. You know, but here's something that's also pretty good. <laughs> I remember this song. I remember this song too. Oh boy. I'm going to remember almost everything that happened in 2003. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Jeremy was like, it's the best year of my life, baby. <laughs> oh no, this is the best year of my life, the one I'm currently having. But. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. And it's all because of you, the listener. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is absolutely a part of it. Like 100%. So yes, listeners, thank you. <laughs> uh, wow. So, I yeah. can't wait to learn more about 2003, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> this, is my, this is my senior year of high school. All right. Interesting. Yeah, this, is, this episode aired this summer before my my senior year started. So. Oh, wow. Wow. And then and then this episode is the only one that airs in the summer. So next week or next month, we're going to jump to October and then this show <laughs> will run uninterrupted through the rest of the year for the finale, which will then jump to the summer of 2004. So that's what you have to look forward to in terms of the timeline this season. Jeremy, the way you said that. The way you had that knowledge no. at the ready. <laughs> the way you said that, I somehow thought that this podcast recording that we are recording live somehow was a podcast that I was listening to. <laughs> and then my brain said, then the dial flipped. How is this a dial flip on a podcast? <laughs> and somehow I had tuned into some bonkers podcast <laughs> Where someone is reading the TV guide listings of 2003. (laughs) And I thought I was going out of my mind. (laughs) I I will say this. I I have all this knowledge at the ready because when I look at the cast and figure out who we're going to spotlight, I'm trying to pick people 
where it might be their last appearance and they'll never come back. So I'm mm. looking ahead at what happens, you know. So All right. I. I have done some a fair amount of research on this. Yeah. You, you've truly done at least 10 times as much as I did based on that sentence alone. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, let's get to the who's who in the DCAU. Oh, yes. All right. So this episode was directed by Dan Reba, and it was written by Rich Fogel and Bruce Tim. Uh, Bruce Tim came in and did a last minute pass on the episode. He talks about it in the commentary a little bit, and I will bring that up later as it's relevant. Um, this episode features Rene Aubergenois as Desaad and as Steppenwolf, Corey Burton as Brainiac and Forager, Michael Dorn as Calabac. There are two Star Trek people in this episode. Michael Ironside as Darkseid. Oh, I kind of never noticed the side side thing. I never thought about that mm-hmm. before right now. Uh, anyway, he's who we're going to spotlight today. Rob Paulson as Light Ray and a uncredited helmsman role. Ron Perlman, Hellboy himself as Orion, and Mitchell Ryan as Highfather, and he's who we will spotlight next time. Uh, but before we get into the spotlight, Jason, yes, Flash and Green Lantern are not present for this episode. We have the rest of the league, so it's time for where were they? That's what that segment's called. We have a new segment. This is a new segment. We've done this all the time. It's new to me. <laughs> Remember, we try to come up with pitches for what we think Flash and Green Lantern were doing, why Fair. they missed this battle. Fair. Should we give yeah. it to the uh, to our special guest? Oh, yes. Ashley, I would love to hear yours. Flash and Green Lantern. Why are they not in this episode? What are they doing? Are they don't they have to be not? doing the same thing. They can be doing their own things. I'm going to say because they're on a date and this was the mid 2000s. So they're trying to be DL because it's lame. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> so they're off smooching somewhere. I think John Stewart is uh, running a marathon. And I think Wally West, is, uh, of course, a veterans marathon. So it ha- he has to be there to raise money. And Wally, I think um, he always watched Dawson's Creek live and he <laughs> said, hell no, I'm not coming. He is. He really loved Pacey. Yep. Yep. He was a big fan of the WB at the time. Uh, everybody loved Pacey, to yep. be fair. Yep. So. Yes. Yep. Um, I'm going to say that Flash was out securing his light speed bar contract, probably shooting commercials for it that are going to air later. Uh, Green Lantern. I think I'm going to say that Green Lantern is off planet, but he's dealing with something incredibly mundane. Like all of this dark side brainiac business happens very very quickly like he shows up in the watchtower they have a fight and then they go to apocalypse so they didn't even bother calling him he doesn't even realize <laughs> that there's anything major happening you know and he's just like helping clean up after a flood on some planet like it's good work but it's not terribly exciting i like how jeremy thinks a flood is mundane I mean, it is in the scope of like, <laughs> oh, you yes, know, Green Lantern duties. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, let's get to the no spotlight. Punchy, punchy. I'm very excited for the spotlight on Michael Ironside. I can't even get. Yes. I can't even get as close to his voice. Mike, Mike, Michael Iron. No, shut up, you fool! I can't do it. Can't do it. It is death. Nope. I can't. No, he's that good. Ashley, let's hear your dark side. 
Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I was pretty close, actually. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. Michael Ironside was born as Frederick Reginald Ironside on February 12th, 1950 in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. He's a Canadian. Ooh, we love it. Ironside was a successful arm wrestler in his teenage years. What a thing to put in your bio. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no source on that or anything, but yep, he was successful. Apparently, it's just so. his, his source is me. And if you want to challenge me on it, I'll arm wrestle you to death. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't even have to be that strong. He could probably just intimidate people with his voice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly. Mm hmm. His initial ambition was to be a writer. At age 15, Michael wrote a play called The Shelter that won first prize in a Canada-wide university contest. He used the prize money to mount a production of this play. Ironside then attended the Ontario College of Art and studied for three years at the Canadian National Film Board. Ironside worked in construction as a roofer prior to embarking on an acting career. So let's talk about his DC roles and then look at his IMDb a little bit here. Um, so Michael Ironside reprises the role of Darkseid in Harley Quinn mm -hmm. and in the Lego DC supervillains video game. Um, he played General Sam Lane on Smallville. On Smallville. Yeah. Yes. Great choice. Yep. Um, in like three episodes, I believe. Um, and then he played Lewis Snart, Captain Cold's father on The Flash. I didn't oh, know about that one. Yeah. yeah. One episode. So fun fact about those two things. The actress Peyton List, and there are two Peyton Lists, and I can't, I, I can't tell you who was in which one and who was in another one, but look it up. Peyton List played his daughter in both of those roles. She played Golden Glider on The Flash and played Lucy Lane on Smallville. Oh, <laughs> what? So they have been That's father and daughter in two what? different DC productions. That has to be Isn't intentional. That wild? That's that amazing. That has to be yeah. intentional. Like The Flash absolutely did that intentionally, yes, yeah, I, think, yeah. mm -hmm. I think, is how that went down. Yeah. It's like a shout out to Smallville. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was also, this isn't a DC role. I'm scrolling through his IMDb to get to the next thing, but he was in Community too. Um, in the uh, what do you call it? The Law and Order episode. So, oh yeah. yeah, we have to talk about this. I think because Michael Ironside is an actor worthy of much song and much story, as the Vikings would say. I would love to say, ask everybody, what is your favorite Michael Ironside role or movie? Because I know mine right off the top of my head. What is what it? Is it? Starship Troopers, because he is he shows up at the beginning of the movie as this like very gentle teacher. And then as the when the next time you see him in the movie, it's like a couple years have passed. The war has gotten bigger and he is on the front and he is like the ultimate like get over the hill, you maggots like kind of guy. And to me, that is the ultimate Michael Ironside role, because mm -hmm. He is a Highlander, technically. He was in Highlander 2. But <laughs> right. since, since that movie blows, I don't count it. <laughs> so his best role is Starship Troopers. Doesn't exist. <laughs> I, he's he's dark side to me. Like, mm -hmm. 
you know, yeah. I think he's very talented, but I think that's going to be the first line mm. of the eulogy. <laughs> you think dark side? This yeah. man was dark side. No, you just got to yeah. say Ironside is. Uh. <laughs> uh, bro, I will write your eulogy $20. <laughs> uh, that's honestly my answer to uh, like community. I mentioned because it is probably my favorite live action role of his because he's very good in that episode. And that's one of my favorite episodes of that show. But yeah, he's dark side. Like. I've seen him in a bunch of other things, but like in short bursts, you know, in one episode of stuff. So this has been his biggest role for me. All right. Interesting. Okay. So let's move into the mission briefing. (laughs) Why do you laugh? Ashley just laughed. It's the sound effect. It's a very famous sound effect. I know. Did you know Wuxia, uh, it's a Hera award-winning sound effect? Yeah, this That's, one won yeah. of all the listeners' Fierce shows. Wush O Four as the sound effect of the podcast. Could you play me a, a little clip of their speech of the Wush O Four yeah, speech? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I heard it was moving. Yes, it's amazing. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Cry again, uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Wait, Let's see. do this. Wait, <laughs> wait, another Wusho Four is coming up on the stage. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh man, the Hollywood Reporter is going to be talking about this for weeks. <laughs> Did that Wusho Four just slap that other Wusho that Four? Wusho Four, just Wusho Four, Wusho Four. Baby's first deadline article. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to take that Wusho's award away. Mm. You know, I think there's other whooshes that could go, go that before. Uh, okay. yeah. fair, fair, fair. All right, let's get to that mission briefing. Yes. Okay, so we open on a space battle and Steppenwolf is destroy or being destroyed by a fleet of vessels pursuing them. And he sends a message to Darkseid and lets him know basically like, hey, our plan failed. They were waiting for us. It was a trap. And Darkseid is just like, uh, cool. Well, take as many of them with you as you can. Thanks for your years of service. And sends Steppenwolf off to die. He's killed immediately. We, we, have to talk, we have to talk about this because it's so funny in the world we live in now. Um, second time we're going to be talking about uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. You know, Bruce Timm's animation assistant, Zack Snyder, who went on to bigger and better things. Um, Zero and Hines? <laughs> no, but we are going to talk about Siren Hines. We are going to talk about that, that now we view Steppenwolf as this like bastion villain of a movie that is very derided. Either way, you even version that you want, mm-hmm. you, you want, you know, whether, you know, which one or whichever one you prefer. But the comic book Steppenwolf is this goofy Robin Hood looking guy. (laughs) That's the comic book Steppenwolf. (laughs) That's what he actually looks like. Yeah, because because he's um, design. Yeah, his outfit. It's a Jack Kirby design. Yeah, yeah. Because he's he's Fandrill. Yeah, because it's a Thor ripoff. But you know, (laughs) it's funny. Like I remembered, I remembered this being a Brainiac episode, and I kind of forgotten that this was a Fourth World episode. So to get Rene Abergenois back as Desaad. Um, you know, to get these characters back that we haven't seen since Superman, the animated series. Um, I, I was, I was really happy. Like the minute this episode started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As it's, soon as it was really, them, it was going to be great. Sorry, Jeremy. No, no, you're great. You're fine. Uh, I was just going to say, they really start to lean into their continuity again. This yes. Season. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, it's an intentional move on their part. They talked about it on the commentary a little bit. Oh, yes. They they got away from it in the first season because they didn't want to like muddy the waters. But here they were like, no, we did it. Let's do it. Yeah, we've talked about this before where they said that originally the idea between Bruce, Tim and a bunch of them, they said that they wanted it to be all new villains. And the only pass they gave themselves was the Injustice Gang. That's why Luther only appears in like the Justice Gang episodes. Yeah. But otherwise, I believe it's like a new it's it's all new villains um, or villains they hadn't done on the other series mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah this is our first one go- they got we four get, new character we, models well, yeah. we not only get one Superman the animated series villain we get two of mm-hmm. Brainiac being in this yeah. thing as well because uh, Brainiac shows up very quickly here I mean it basically like you know Steppenwolf blows up and Brainiac shows up immediately I always think about how much um, Brainiac looks, looks like Mr. Freeze Oh, in this version, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. That design, their silhouettes are almost identical. Like every time he pops up, I'm like, "Wait, is that?" Oh no, it's Brainiac. That's right, it's the Superman <laughs> thing. <laughs> um, also, I want to talk a little bit about. Um, oh, are we jumping way ahead of here, Jeremy? We, we jumped ahead a little bit. Dark, All right. Brainiac does show up very quickly, but there are some scenes before he does. Um, so after the opening, where uh, Orion sends. Uh, Steppenwolf's destroyed ship through a boom tube into a fire pit, which destroys Darkseid's palace. It's pretty radical. We get the opening theme, and then we get a scene of Hawk Girl watching some hawks. Yeah, what in the watchtower? What is this? Oh boy, I remember. I was like, "What are you?" She's not even from Earth. I know. Yeah. <laughs> this is literally meaningless. It really implies that she has a sexual attraction to that bird. That's, that's <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what it says. E- and this is a kid's cartoon. <laughs> I didn't I didn't pick that up, but I'm not going to say it's in. Well, Jeremy, you don't watch as many bird channels as I do. And I'll tell you that we have a high standard for the content on our bird channels. I, I don't watch a lot of bird channels. I'm slightly familiar with bird law, but that's about it. You so. should. You should. You check it out. It's very calming. Uh, you know, there's a lot of videos out Listeners, there. Listeners, go yeah. ahead and comment what kind of birds you think Jason and Jeremy are. <laughs> oh, great. I'd love to hear it. Sure. I'm not going to know what it means, but I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I know little to nothing about birds. <laughs> but you love them. Make me something pretty, please. Yep. Yeah, give me so- a pretty bird. Yeah, so Hot Girl and John Jones. John Jones catches Hot Girl basically watching Hawking Hawkborn. Um, I mean, to be fair, they they are in a spiral formation, which flocks of birds do mm-hmm. uh, adopt when they're mating. So I guess you're not not wrong. Oh, see, look at look at that! Wow. wow. But the big thread of this is sort of the B story of the episode, and the big thread of this is that. John Jones is constantly asking Hot Girl, hey, but what about home? You miss mm-hmm. home? Hey, you remember home? Like it's 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 a new scene to just have him go, hey, 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 have you thought about home yet? You know, <laughs> I come from a home. What what do you think about your home? He like keeps asking this over and over. You portraying him as like the worst beat cop <laughs> in the universe is very funny. Well, man, hunters <laughs> technically are cops, so I know. So are Green Lanterns. Uh, hey, um, 
Did you did you use a knife on the guy? You had a knife, right? <laughs> no. Have you seen a knife anywhere? <laughs> I mean, I could try to read your mind, maybe, but like, why don't we just talk? <laughs> or fly through you and cause you horrific bodily pain and force you to answer yeah. me. I want you to look at this uh, Rorschach test. What are you seeing? A knife, right? A knife, huh? You see a knife? <laughs> I think I see a home. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like his method. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is for children, okay? They are trying to spoil what you already spoiled. They're trying to herald it. I know. They actually do a really good job uh, with sort of like winking at, mm-hmm. um, I think they say uh, a zeta beam. If she says. So, so she doesn't call it, it's a particle beam. Yeah. But it's it's actually it's supposed to be very intentional to Martian Manhunter's original comic book origin. Oh, where he got beamed. He was accidentally teleported to Earth. Yeah, that's a nice, that's a nice wink back to that because yeah, it is. Yeah. A, it, it's just like turns around. Yes. It's like oh, this Martian. <laughs> you know? Yes, he <laughs> dies of a heart attack immediately. Yeah. He's like oh, I like that you, <laughs> you they changed it. I love that. I think it's great. You've populated all of the like uh, sprites <laughs> of the Justice League animated universe as like old women clutching their pearls. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Um, so we go back to, I think, Brainiac showing up on Apocalypse, right, Jeremy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Darkseid kills Desaad real quick because Desaad dared to question his actions. Oh, I mean, honestly, didn't work. Just like kill Desaad because he's the he's the worst. He's yeah. the devil. He sucks. Just, I also you know, I was so gratified that he died. Somebody who's not the worst is Calabac. Oh, you you yeah. you do the, love the Calabac. beautiful lion beastie boy of Darkseid. And uh, I love in this episode that we get a a slight hint of. Uh, what Darkseid is like to have as a dad. You get some fatherly advice here. Uh, here's a clip of Darkseid giving some amazing uh, father's take note. Jeremy, you are father. Take note. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right? Think about <laughs> saying this to your son. <laughs> sure. Right? Calabac has to run a bit. Father! Father, did you see? Be still, fool. I'm not blind. <laughs> Be still, you fool. I'm not blind. Um, yeah, no, I should totally say that to Flash. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just, a little Calabac is just like, hey, look, I saw the thing. And he's like, just <laughs> shut up. It's basically shut up in uh, sort of a Shakespearean language. In fourth world, Ian? Yes, which yeah. is basically Shakespearean, so. Uh, all right, so what happens next, Jeremy? Yeah, so uh, Brainiac shows up. Uh, and then we don't know that it's Brainiac yet, but it's Brainiac. How obvious, Ashley, how obvious do you think this was? Do you think... I thought well, it was it, Mr. Freeze. I didn't think it was that obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what it was. No, I knew what it was. I mean, it's, I... It's the same ship design from Superman, the animated series, just slightly updated. Yeah. So, but let's say, like, so they're definitely, they were assuming that the people that watched the previous shows definitely watched the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Great. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Uh, so then we cut back to the watchtower. We we get Hawk Girls. Uh, we should call us the Just Us League. Yeah. In response to you know Batman's an orphan. Well, it, I mean, I guess that, that doesn't actually come up in that scene. But am I incorrect on that? Was that one of your early pitches for the name of the show? 
I've something, heard that somewhere else. Something along those lines, maybe. I don't remember. I know you wanted to call this the Justice Dweebs for quite a while. I did. I, yeah. I still think we. it's not too late to change the name. <laughs> I'm wearing our sweatshirt right now. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. All right. Uh, so, yeah, briefly after that, alarms start going off. A boom tube opens and out walks dark side to ask for help. Of course, Superman attacks him immediately before he even has the chance to Wonder Woman and John have to pull Superman off of him because he hit dark side so hard that it almost knocked the watchtower out of orbit. Yeah, which I think <laughs> is is dark side on the watch. First off, I love boom tubes. Yes. Yes. Dark side on the watchtower kind of is makes me when I saw that moment, I was like, sweet Christmas. Holy cow. Yeah. Like, because, you know, I, I see dark side is ginormous. Yeah. This Dark- episode goes to 11 real quick. Mm-hmm. Dark Side on the Watchtower, by the way. Great name for a metal band. Dark oh, Side on the Watchtower. <laughs> yeah, that's a free name for anyone who wants it. Um, uh, also, I want to point out. tell Hans to make that. He should. Yeah. Yeah. Contact him on Fiverr. <laughs> I, 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 have a, I have a phone number. Oh, Hold send on. him a text. I'm a, I will right now. Jeremy. Humble brag. All right. <laughs> Hans, what's up? You've watched the new Grey's Anatomy yet? No, it was bitching. That's a timely reference. By the way, <laughs> I need this new sound effect. Can I have it in three seconds? Thank you. Peace to your mother. <laughs> wow, that's a quick turnaround. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's oh, pretty good. He's a good dude. Yep. Yep. I hope you're you're paying them what he's worth. Yeah, five dollars. Five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. But um, OK, so we were talking a little bit. Of, this is basically uh, the start of angry superman this is superman he gets real mad he yes. gets real mad you talked about going to 11 dark side shows up superman's attitude goes up he gets real mad and here's my theory for why he is so mad because you have to have a big explanation for why superman immediately turns it up to 25 because that's not who superman is yeah this is superman reacting to Dan Turpin's death from Superman, the animated series, because the end of the uh, legacy. Yep. The Superman animated series is that Darkseid takes control of Superman. Superman pulls a lot of shenanigans and also Dan Turpin dies and they make it like the big loss. Like there's a whole funeral scene where they animated in like Alex Ross and all the people that worked on it. And it's a huge moment. And you think about it. You're this is the first time that Superman has seen Darkseid since that moment. And it is to just also show you and in terms of great character, but it shows you shows you how much Superman cares for him. Well, and it, I think that's definitely a part of it. But not only that, but also he brainwashed Superman and used him like a puppet for a long time to take lives and, you know, destroy Metropolis. Um, so he's got a lot of good reasons to be angry. That's something this. that Jason didn't think they were going to explain. Uh, he, Superman mentions you, it briefly. You said it yeah. to me, and then Batman yelled it at Superman like twelve mm. seconds after you said it to me. I don't yeah. think it's. I don't think they. They don't say Dan Turpin, but they they mention they like mention a friend dies or something. They like mention that. the mind control yeah. is what they, yeah. is what Batman mentions. And like to be fair, Batman might not necessarily realize the close relationship that Superman had with Dan Turpin. Yeah. You know, uh, Jeremy, is this time for your clip, my friend? Yes, ab- absolutely. Play it. You're lying. I destroyed him. Apparently, he is harder to kill than you realized. You know his pattern, Kal-El. 
Once he's finished siphoning the memory banks and technology of my planet, he'll annihilate it. Good. Superman. You can't mean. You may not care what happens to me or my world, but know this. If Brainiac isn't stopped, countless millions more will perish. Think about it. Did you want to hear the whole thing, Jeremy? Um, yeah, my, my clip didn't even start until after that. That one was over. Uh, I wanted to hear the Crimea River part. Batman's oh. yelling at Superman. Oh, I uh, I have no idea where that is. I don't have that time. <laughs> so Sorry, that's the one that's at 906. Sure. All right. Yep. We're right here. All right. Here we go. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> you don't know Darkseid like I do. We know he used you, humiliated you, brainwashed you. Wound you up like a tin soldier and turned you loose against Earth. Cry me a river. Cry me a river is a statement that we don't usually hear anymore. No, not really. And there's some weird phrases in this episode, too. Now that you mention it, uh, hot girl says, um, what the devil at one point? I think I mean, it's, it's maybe not a weird phrase, but it's something you don't necessarily hear that often. I think it's interesting that they went with the abbreviated version of the Crimea River. Crimea River. What do no, you mean the abbreviated serious. version? Oh, maybe this is just a nasty thing from where I grew up, but we used to say Crimea River, build me a bridge and do me a favor, jump off. Oh, wow. So I was always like, you said Crimea River when you didn't want to like be that nasty to some, like, or your parents were around or something. Oh, wow. No, I never heard that. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe, maybe things are just like. ugly. <laughs> I thought y'all were polite. <laughs> no, we're better at hiding our badness. That's oh, okay. the real truth of it. <laughs> I've never been good at hiding my badness, I guess. <laughs> well, you're American. <laughs> and a Scorpio. So. Uh, <laughs> and he does that just for you listeners. <laughs> That's okay. what you're here for, right? No, right. probably not. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Batman, uh, really, he goes on for a while after that. And basically, you know, on the off chance that Darkseid isn't lying, they do need to stop Brainiac. So he convinces him to do it, but Superman says that he needs a favor from him. Um, and then we will discover later on that Batman and Wonder Woman go on a side mission for Superman. Um, but before that happens, we cut back to Apocalypse. Brainiac and Darkseid are fighting. Darkseid gets word that the League have agreed to help him. And then they get boom tube directly into the fight. And Superman and Hot Girl go to town. Uh, so let's talk about, um, well, one, I want to talk about, you know, Brainiac kicking old poor Calabac. That's just mean. Uh, that, ugly, <laughs> that ugly beast boy needs a break. <laughs> he gets crap from his father and now he's getting crap from a robot. What's the yeah. deal? What's the it's deal? no fun being Calabac. <sighs> you know, he has a he mighty, has, I mean, he's like, a really he, cool mace. Your birthright is some like hoity toity city in the clouds thing, right? And you get traded away when you're a baby and it's totally beyond your control. And then your dad is dark side. Like, that's just lame. Any way you slice it, that sucks. I, I genuinely feel bad for Calabac. <laughs> well, Calabac didn't get traded, my friend. That was Orion and Mr. Miracle. I thought it was Calabac for orion no 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 it's it's actually miss it's scott free mr miracle and orion because orion's the son of dark side and scott free mr miracle is the son of high father and they trade babies so then why does calabac look like high father uh bad animation 
But I no, I always thought that 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 was the swap. No, the idea is that actually is that Kalibak is the um, bastard son mm-hmm. of Darkseid. And Orion is like, and Orion is like the pure son of Darkseid. I never knew that. Yep. And because Calabac has, he's half some alien DC species, which is why he kind of looks like a dog. Yes. Mm. Yes. And because there's that, it's a there are other half Darkseid. Uh, there are other Darkseid illegitimate babies out there. Um, Grail, I think, is one of them. Yes. New Fifty Two. Yeah. She's the girl. Uh, Graven is he's Kyle Rayner's uh, mm-hmm. villain, who is that's great stories created by Ron Mars. Um, there's a bunch of, and then there's another daughter, I think, as well. I think so too. And so Calabac, yeah, is he's the unclean son, as dark ah, as interesting. As, it's your Edgar Edmund yep. from Lear, but Orion is like the true heir to the throne. But Orion is with High Father now. That's why Mister Miracle got so good at escaping because he escaped Apocalypse. See, I learned something today. Yeah. The fourth world is cool. I love the fourth world. And I know Bruce Tim, uh, Carl's Jr.'s favorite son, loves uh, the fourth world as well. So, Carl, uh, excuse me, Bruce, if you're ever, you know, if you're ever at the Carl's Jr., you know, and, uh, you know, in Burbank on Hollywood Way and you want a milkshake and just want to chill out, you know, let me know. I'm around. Right on. All right. Um, maybe you like the fourth world enough where you can convince me by the end of this episode. That it's cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, the sad thing, the sad we'll thing see. about it is there aren't many great fourth world books. I know it's yeah. it's another one of these concepts that are so cool. And I don't know if it's ever been executed amazingly. Yeah. Like, it seems like it should be cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the fourth world, though. So we cut to Wonder Woman and Batman coming out of a boom tube. Uh, on New Genesis. And this is where uh, Batman's canonical dislike of boom tubes is established in this moment. Oh, because that's why, because he does this wonky, like, whoa. I love that because I thought it was like, oh, this is great that the one person without superpowers kind of feels sick. Mm -hmm. Like It's like the gag from the Arrowverse that when Diggle always throws up when Barry carries him. I thought that was so clever that he just goes, you know. Yeah, Um, it's a good running gag. It is a great Great running gag. Um, interesting. So this is so every time Batman goes through a boom tube from now on, he's like, oh, well, it's it's not so much that. But in the episode of Batman Beyond the Call, which is kind of the backdoor pilot for the Justice League, kind of mm-hmm. in a weird way, um, they use boom tubes in it. And Batman's like, I never liked boom tubes. Mm-hmm. And then this is where that actually happens for the first time he uses one. That's really cool. I like that. That's awesome. That's, again, a little bit more of them leaning into their own continuity. Well, speaking of their own continuity and the continuity of the fourth world, we got to talk about Forager Bug showing up. Oh, he's so cute. Uh, I love Bug in the new Genesis. And anybody out there, if you haven't read uh, Bug by Mike Allred, it was a young animal book, I think, for a couple years back. It's great. It's really good. And Bug Forager is the lead character. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, he shows up to save Wonder Woman and Batman from a giant worm monster. Uh, yes. This is where Wonder Woman's lasso fails, as we mentioned earlier. Mm. It's because it doesn't have enough spice. <clears throat> yeah, it hasn't, hasn't been activated yet. No, so. not by the Fremen, no. No. I was like, what kind of spice? <laughs> Melange. Paprika? <laughs> paprika. <laughs> Here, I'll say it like Scarlet Witch paprika <laughs> Um, that was pretty good thank you there is there is a really funny line in this where batman goes i'm gonna need a longer grapple yeah Um, batman's got one-liners in this this might be the best batman joke of all time i think it's really funny 
Yeah. I mean, it's the best Batman good. joke in terms of the animated series. Excuse me. Yeah. He's not a very jokey character. No. No, because the, yeah. the best joke in all of Batman, the animated series is draw you a bath. And that's, and that's an Alfred joke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I know we uh, they meet Orion, of course. We get the uh, I love Orion as well. He's one of my favorite DC characters. And we go back to Apocalypse Superman. Oh, hang on. What? We, we skipped something, though. Okay. So before they get to Orion, they fly up to the city. Oh, the that's clouds. correct. Yes. yes. And oh, yes. Light Ray comes by. Yes. And buzzes them. And then he slaps Wonder Woman on the ass. This is the moment. Now, I remember we were talking about this either on the podcast or before the podcast where Ashley was like, there is some moment of sexual abuse, Jason, that you commented on what happened. And I was like, yes, there it is. It was right there. And I could not believe they put that in this episode. They they do not show it, but you hear the sound effect. It's clear as day what happened. Yes. Clear um, as day. There's it's no pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> she should have literally put him through a building. <laughs> and she's like, he's worse than the flash. And like, yeah, he is by a hot mile. The flash is gross too, but he hasn't actively committed sexual assault on anybody. That's yeah. so far. Yeah. So uh yeah, the new gods are kind of jerks. A little bit. They are. It's because they're gods. I'm gonna have another example in the next episode about it. Hey. So <laughs> make a sound effect for that. <laughs> oh yeah i can't wait to hear it um but i wanted to go back so we go to apocalypse there's like you know we're fighting on the side of dark side and soup dark side calling superman an idiot is pretty amazing uh yes. there's a lot of moments like you idiot <laughs> um, and you know we get to the moment where they're all they're all going up to fight on dark side uh, excuse me brainiac shield and the plan is Superman is just going to hold it open while he just yeah. takes a whole blast of Brainiac energy and they're going to sneak a missile through. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> it's literally like the Spock plan in Wrath of Khan. It's like, you don't have, I'll die so you don't have to die. <laughs> it's it just it doesn't it doesn't logistically make any sense. to no. me. And, and, they, and these are gods. Yeah, well, um, I, I there is kind of a reason why it maybe doesn't make sense that we will get to later without spoiling the second episode, I suppose. Oh, yes. So mm, we'll, we I can don't... come back to that. But in the beginning of this scene, though, I do want to point something out. Mm-hmm. So Brainiac, the last Superman with electricity ray. Right through the thing and Superman flies straight through it. Superman is much more powerful starting now. They have mm. de-nerfed Superman, and this is a good early indication. Nerf factor. Reverse factor. <laughs> they, they talk about it on the commentary. It is a conscious decision that they made. They feel like they got knocked a lot in the first season. They they said people called him Super Wimp. So the, this, the is, time. this is the attempt to power him up. Yes. So Interesting. We, we saw him get taken down by electricity like nine or 11 and times very, in the first season. And in his own series, he's taken out by this beam. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he flies straight through it this time. He gets electrocuted a lot over the course of these episodes, but it never incapacitates him like it used to. He fights through it every time. Yes. And then, you know, and then basically, the, I mean, this is pretty much the, the end of the episode, basically, because the dark side, the, excuse me, the Brainiac ship takes off yeah. and the Just League chases it into the asteroid belt. And then we see that there is a large asteroid that looks like Brainiac and it throws a tractor beam on the javelin and it drags it in. It's a giant 
Brainiac skull. That's kind of basically the end of the episode. It's kind of the best Brainiac skull ship ever. It's my favorite one of them. Well, yeah, I guess it's supposed because they don't. Oh, I didn't realize that was his skull ship. I just thought it was an asteroid that he had built. Well, I mean, I think I think it is. But I just mean he's had multiple skull shaped ships over the years in comics. And this is my favorite ship of his. All right. Cool. Uh, All right. So I think that's enough of this talking about the episode, kids. I think we're going to get into the cliffhanger corner. Jeremy, what's that? Uh, This is where we rate the cliffhanger basically on a scale of good to bad. Yes or no. So (laughs) yes uh, or no. Pretty flat. Ashley, Mm. what do you think about the cliffhanger of this episode? Is it a good cliffhanger or a bad cliffhanger? It's a good cliffhanger. Yes. Hard. Yes. Why? Because any cliffhanger that's basically in the middle of a battle is a pretty good time. Uh, Jeremy, is this a good cliffhanger or a bad cliffhanger? This one doesn't do it for me. Uh, in fact, I, I wrote in my notes, is there a word for this type of cliffhanger <laughs> that doesn't really it doesn't up the stakes at all? Like like we kind of already know what we're dealing with. Like we maybe don't realize the scale of it, but like we sort of realize it at the same time that they do. But it hasn't made the situation that much worse. You know, we were kind of logistically heading towards like Brainiac was going somewhere for a reason, you know um it's it's interesting and like i said i love the ship i love that shot the reveal of it but it's not particularly it's not leaving me hanging off of a cliff and i wonder how much of this season is going to be that way knowing that the episodes are airing back to back and not having to wait a week in between that's i'll be interested to look at it through that lens as we do this season that's an interesting point i'd not considered that they might lower the stakes a bit because they know you're immediately going to see the next mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. They didn't even. That's a really good the, point, Jeremy. I didn't, th- I'd never thought about that. They didn't even air the credits on the part ones of these episodes. Really? The, the credits for these are the same in part one and part two. They would put the entire cast for both episodes in the part two and air them that way. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I kind of agree with Jeremy. I don't think this is a great cliffhanger um, because you, I think you, you nailed it, Jeremy. It's, it's um, that Brainiac. We already know it's Brainiac. So the fact that it's Brainiac ship, I don't think is surprising. So yeah. that's where I'm going to go with as a no as well. All right, everybody. Uh, the next episode we'll be covering is twilight part two. Uh, pretty obviously, but it's all good. Uh, and if you want to leave us questions for the next episode, be on a lookout on for a post asking us for questions at patreon.com slash Jawin. And uh, Jeremy, where can they find you? Oh, sorry, Ashley, let's start with you, actually. Jeremy, <laughs> we talked to you enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, where can they find you on the social medias if they don't know already? They should know, but just in case. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and now TikTok. At ooh, Ashley B. Ooh. Robinson, uh, come hang out with me on TikTok. I don't understand it. <laughs> Jeremy, where can I find you? Uh, same here. I don't understand TikTok. I have one, but I don't <laughs> even remember what my username is. I just get on it once a week. So the quickest way to find me is on Venmo at Jeremy-Skinner-8. I will absolutely see that immediately and reply to your payment with a comment. 
<laughs> wow. All right. I'm moving. It's expensive. That's Did right. Referrals could work. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't send me money. I just thought that was a funny bet. Yeah. Uh, but you send my, money. My is Jeremy Skinner eight for no, the record. No, please, <laughs> please, please. Uh, also, listeners, uh, you can find me, you know, everywhere around the internet on Instagram and Twitter at Jawan and all my books at jasonimmon.com. Uh, because this is Jeremy's movie. It's a very busy month for him. And uh, I'm actually. Yes, I was trying to set up a segue. That's what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't catch on. I'm sorry. (laughs) And Jeremy's moving. I'm writing a script. Ashley's starring in a play. We're all kind of busy. So this will be the only episode of Jeremy and Jason John about Just League that you see this month. So it'll be this part one in this month and then part two in the next month. So yeah, the show doesn't have a good cliffhanger. At least this episode will. This- <laughs> <laughs> don't hey easy. Don't don't up, don't up the bar. Sorry, I'm writing checks. I can't cash necessarily. That is right. That is very <laughs> that is very correct. Um, so listeners, you know, uh, hope you go back and listen to some of the older episodes. Go check them out. Go check out Geek History Lesson. Go check out some of the other podcasts over at Patreon.com/slash. And there's plenty of content. I guarantee you, you haven't listened to them all. And also, don't forget to tell us what type of birds we are. Yes, that's and right. And then also let us know your history with Justice League in regards to have you already watched this show or are you doing it for the first time with us? I am very interested to hear that from you as well. But I'm pretty certain the bird question is probably going to take you a month. It's going to take all of you listeners a month. Do, you, do some research. Like, again, find a pretty one. Yeah, I I need one with a lot of feathers. Like, don't make me a bird that's going to make me feel bad about myself. Mm. That's all I ask. Yeah, I want a bird that can definitely kill a lion. Ooh, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I Can I just pick ostrich right now? <laughs> I'm like, do I make a joke about putting your head in the sand? Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> Coming to the quick. That was good. Oh. Uh. <laughs> She's got banter, y'all. <laughs> and she does it for the listeners. All right. Uh, look, I'm the only one not getting paid. <laughs> All right. I- yeah, send those emails to Jason and Jeremy Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> There you go. All right, everybody. This is it. Uh, we're giving a going to give I'm going to give a wink to Ashley to hopefully signal that something is coming up and she should uh, use her active listening improv skills. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Man, we're at season two. It's a great time. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeremy. I was trying to do your sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I'm Ashley. <laughs> hold on, hold on, just hold on, guys. I'm sorry. I hate to do this. <laughs> I hate to do this. I'm sorry. Uh, Jeremy and Ashley, I'm going to need you just to step out of the podcast just for a second. Just, just okay. take a step out of the podcast just for a second. Okay. 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 All right. Guys, I need you to step out of the podcast, please, please. No, we're we're over here. We're, okay. we're talking about something. Yeah, else. talk talk about olives or something. Okay. Okay, they're gone. I dislike olives. Me too. They're gross. Yes. Who are those? Who are they for? People who understand somehow what tapenade is. Hey, just, hey. that's not me. Hey, I'm, tr- I'm trying to have this. Hold on, sorry. hold on. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry, sorry. All right. <laughs>
I'm sorry they hurt your feelings, whoosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't, don't let it bother you. you be, no, no, you can whoosh with the best of them. I know you can, okay? You got this. Yeah, I know you're, I knew your whoosh father. I knew, I knew him. Yeah, yeah. He'd be proud of you. Yeah, he'd be proud. Don't worry about it. Okay, you got it. You got it. Why don't you give him a big whoosh when they come out? Okay, okay. All right, guys, you can come back. All right. Oh, hi, we're back. Hi. Oh, wow. hi, whoosh. You sound great today. You did it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Jason and Jeremy John about Justice League. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeremy. And I know my cue. And we have jawed <laughs> enough about Justice League. <laughs>